Right now at Hassle Cattle Company, DNVR listeners can get 10% off your entire purchase when you use the code DNVR10 at checkout at HassleCattleCompany.com. If you're in the area of the DNVR bar on East Colfax, stop in. Uh, we've got Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu beef on our burgers. It's my go-to item on the menu. So good every time. We've got it in the bar, and if you want to experience it and you're not around the bar, Use the code DNVR10 at checkout at HassleCattleCompany.com. The best Wagyu beef around. They've got everything from New York Strip to beef bacon to Wagyu Franks, jerky flavors. They got everything. Use the code DNVR10 at Hassle Cattle Company for 10% off. Tuesday? Anybody know? Today is Tuesday. It is Tuesday. All right. What is up, everybody, and welcome into the DNVR Lounge at DNVR HQ. I'm your host, Adam Matas, today, walking you through free agency roundup. We did the live show yesterday. That was fun, by the way. That was I enjoyed doing free agency live. It was a great time. And it it, it turned out that we got 90% of the Denver free agency within that hour. The only thing we missed was Austin Rivers. I don't think we caught him. He was signed to list us a little bit later. So it was a fun time to do it live. But today we have digested. Yesterday we ate. Today we digested. And we're going to break down everything that we take away. You guys want one more while we're here? Are we doing it again? San San Antonio Spurs are finalizing sending DeMar DeRozan to the Chicago Bulls for Thad Young and a future first round pick. Bold. I like it, man. Could I like I like bold. our tourists, man. I it's like funny his team. because um, whenever Chicago Bulls people would ask him about our tourists and how he's going to handle this job, I, I was like, well, look at what they did in Denver. They were patient. Yeah, they they yeah. built from within. They they didn't make any big splashes. No, he, he went the exact <laughs> opposite. He went super super aggressive. He uh, totally remade the team in a year. Yeah, he totally. really did. He really did. And he made like my dream team. So I'm a little <laughs> jealous. I'm thinking about moving to Chicago, guys. Is it is it cold there? Hey, hey, you take that back. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm oh, also, you know what? Yes, it's cold. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks lovely this time of year. Uh, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. As always, America's top rated sportsbook app. You can use promo code DNVR whenever you sign up, and you can bet on summer league games, which are happening next week. Your boy is going to be right there live in Las Vegas covering them from the Thomas and Mac Arena slash Cox Pavilion. Um, so we will be there hopefully doing some really cool stuff. I think uh, we have a meeting planned, I believe, for tomorrow now uh, where we're going to go over all the different mm. things we're going to be doing. Get hyped for that meeting, everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're gonna, we're, we, we want go. to make this. We want to take <laughs> you with us curtain. to Summer yeah. League. Yeah, we want to take you with us so you uh, guys get to see what it's like, and it should be a really fun time. Pack your also, masks, everybody. D-Line, you've never been to Summer League. <laughs> That's true. I've never been. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think I'm going to lose money gambling. Probably. I'm going to Check. say things that shouldn't be said, and <laughs> well, I'm going to embarrass part. all of you. You're going to regret it. I can't wait for it. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to be doing a lot of I don't know this guy. Hell yeah. I'm uh, gonna wear, but I'm going to be wearing my Harrison Wynn shirt, so you can't disavow me. <laughs> Today's show, we are going to talk about winners and losers of free agency. I always love doing this. Winners, losers, um, breaking down a lot of the different teams. We went over Denver. We're also going to talk about Denver a little bit more and digest that a little bit more, but I want to start by talking about the summer league roster for the Nuggets. And what's interesting is today was the first day of practice. I was so excited for it. Um, Harrison, how did it go? (laughs) How was the first day of practice? Uh, Very, very, very underwhelming. There was, in fact, no practice. Mm. Oh, wow. No practice today. Oh, it's a rest Um, day, workout day, team gatherings and so uh, forth. No, not even that. Oh, no. Why why not? No. What's happening? The Nuggets' first summer league practice was canceled this morning due to health and safety protocols. So I feel like I got in a time machine and I went back five months into the past. Yeah. 
Doesn't it kind of feel that way? Like I was, especially here in Colorado, you just feel like, okay, not even thinking about now. Here we are again, smack dab with uh, COVID protocols, canceling practices and putting everything in doubt. Yeah. It's like everybody just keeps shoving this stuff in a closet and be like, I'm sure it's gone. And then you check out it again. You're like, yeah. Here we are. As it <laughs> spills out into the living room. Speak, yeah. Speaking of which, man, because I'm doing this exact thing right now, getting the house ready for sale. And it's exactly that. All those things that you stuffed in closets <laughs> and we're like, yeah. I'll deal with this later. <laughs> they are all due now. Yeah. And then also like the little minor repairs, like, you know, kid poked a little hole in the wall and you're like, ah, it's not big enough to bug yeah. me, but right. it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. And now you're like, well. I got a hundred honeyduo list things. Honey this I, is the hole I punched in the do? wall after the 2017 draft. You got to <laughs> patch that up. You know? I got to patch that one up for <laughs> sure. Um, so, all right. Well, Harrison, what is, I mean, I know we don't know too many details just yet, but um, yeah. what does this mean? I mean, look, on one hand, I guess you shouldn't be surprised if these things pop up because there are just players coming into not just Denver, but all these cities from all over the country, from all over the world for Summer League, not 100% of them are vaccinated. Yep. I don't know what the case is exactly in Denver, but I think these things are going to pop up. So th- there's hope they'll practice tomorrow. They were supposed to have a two-a-day today. They usually have a couple two-a-days during Summer League. One of those was supposed to be today. They've got practice scheduled tomorrow through Saturday, and then their first Summer League game is Sunday. Let's go over the NBA's updated health and safety protocols because now you have vaccinated players, unvaccinated players. Of course, you can't force guys to do it. But what? So what is the? What are the different possibilities for you know time frames yeah. and this or that? Well, the the big thing is when you're unvaccinated, you have to test every day. Yeah. And when you're vaccinated, you don't. I think it's every two or three days. Okay. So I mean, with how prevalent the Delta variant has become, right. like unvaccinated people are gonna test positive you know and, and those, vaccinated too by the yeah, way yeah vaccinated too but the unvaccinated ones are testing every day right oh so, right so a lot of those are gonna pop up so i mean and to your earlier point right a lot of guys that just got drafted coming from all over the world you know who knows what their right. incentives were in their previous environment so yeah i mean summer league you definitely have to buckle down for a potential wave by the way las vegas hotbed at the moment for this delta variant so let's go (laughs) you know what it's also a hotbed for what heat it is a hotbed it's It's actually just a hotbed (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually just happy we have a bed i am i'm excited um so anyway this is off to a really rough start and it's concerning and you know we kind of talked about this a little bit you know this is like maybe sharing some personal stuff but you know, COVID's been out of sight, out of mind a little bit relative to the 18 months or whatever it was where it was like an everyday, this is your life now, like whatever. You know, vaccine vaccine rollout's been good in Colorado. Everybody, life back to normal, bar open. Everything seems going well. And then over these last couple weeks, really, you start to hear different stories about Florida or this or that. And now all of a sudden, here we are with basketball coming back. And we're like, oh, God, here we are again. <laughs> what would this- a basketball season be without COVID concerns? Though? I don't even know what that I feels don't remember. like. I don't want to know, dude. Want, this is my new life. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's assume that this was maybe a false positive. Hopefully. Let's assume you know that would be best case scenario. Let's assume that maybe it's... Uh, uh, you know, maybe it's one person or somebody in the organization that got it, but it's not going to derail the entire is it, is summer it cra- league. Is it crazy to you that it's still like such a crazy? St- I mean, I guess maybe it's now associated with the vax thing, but it's like such a stigma. Like you can't, we don't know who it is. It's like a big secret. Like oh right, yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's like a, such a scandal. It's like somebody went out and like totally 
you know, they cheated on their taxes. Totally, man. You're like, piecing together. Okay, what picture? Who's in what picture? Who's not in this I picture? Know, There's I, like heavier I, thoughts to be had about this that we don't have to necessarily go. But it is funny. You're absolutely right where it's like somebody comes out, an NBA player comes out and has it. You're like, what? What did, what you, did you do, right? do man? Like, 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 how is it that you got in touch with the most uh, contagious virus it's ever been? Like, right. What is wrong right. with you? So here we have this. Hopefully it's not something that is going to derail the season or, or the summer league or and hopefully it's not anything that puts anybody's lives in danger but let's talk about some of the guys that are on the roster because it is pretty uh, you know i think it's really interesting if everybody shows up first of all do we, we have a confirmation that bull bull is in town does anybody have a confirmation we've we seen a tweet or a photo or we usually a text get, or anything we, that just yeah. says, hey, bull bull is here we, we usually get reports that he's out around town Riding a lime scooter. <laughs> I've, I've heard gotten, the same report I've like ten some of those times. Texts really, in the last yeah. couple months, yeah. Really? Yeah. Have you gotten one this week by no. chance? Okay, <laughs> no. Um, I mean, look, he's on the roster, so there's some expectation or hope that he's going to be on the team, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, if he just wasn't on the roster, that's that'd be true. a very bad sign. That, that'd be a very bad sign. Now. Just I because, love this breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> but just because he is on the roster. He does exist. Yeah. Well, we for, know let's that. Not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. That. We don't know that. He is on the roster. So I feel like the Nuggets obviously think there's some hope that he will play. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say it's a 100% guarantee that he will play. Dude, if he doesn't like play. Hedge Olympics. Yeah. If, if he <laughs> doesn't play, it's a very bad sign for his future with the Nuggets. Even if he does play, I'm not going to say he's necessarily going to be on the team next year. Yeah. Um, so to answer your question, uh, I don't think I answered it. Right. <laughs> right. Incredible. Let's assume Bull Bull is healthy <laughs> sure. and playing. Um, give me your top five most interesting players. Actually, give me your top three. Five might be too hard. <laughs> give me your top three most interesting players. Yeah, I mean, when you ask that question, Bull's in there every time. It just doesn't matter to he's, me. But I want to hear what number one. the most interesting See, player. All right, so yours would have had Bull, but I'm, I'm, I'll go to you next, Eric. Okay. But I want to hear... If you take even one of my players, I'll punch you. <laughs> I'll go to Bones instead <laughs> because there's the, I think, more headroom for a future here in Denver. And so it's a little less like... Oh, does someone else see second round value in bowl and more like, oh, did the Nuggets do the right thing drafting right. this guy? Um, and I think a summer league environment is going to be one that he's capable at least of showing out in. So, yeah, I hope to see it. So Bones, number one. Bones, number oh, one. All right, what's number two? I'll go bowl number two. Bowl's number two. Wow. He, dude, you can't take your eyes off it's bowl so for, better, for better or for worse. <laughs> It's funny because you could wake this question. We're all answering with your logical brain. But when you get down to summer league, if Bull's out there, yeah, you're right. That's all you're rooting for. Yeah. Like, shoot it. The Come other on. thing about Bull is if he plays even one minute, he's going to be the biggest story like yeah. nationally on the Nuggets roster. Yeah, that's true. He will swallow up the storyline. Yeah. I mean, if he just scores one basket, get the Bleacher Report notifications right. Like, Bull Bull is a problem. <laughs> Bull Bull is a problem. Emoji, huff emoji. All right, number this three. Uh, Zeke Naji. Oh, Zeke Naji, uh, because I have no clue what his like role or slot is in the rotation as the regular season begins. Uh, and I also am a little bit worried that maybe we don't see a ton of him this year. Um, so as much as much as I can, I want to. I'm curious how he looks to see in summer league. And is that an environment where he can maybe try a little more than just like the super coach coachable catch and shoot machine he's been in the NBA? Um is there an in-between game? Does he put it on the floor at all? Is that something you want to see him do in summer league? I love that. Yeah. Well, so all right. So you had an order. Is it the exact same order? No. Brendan and I have, don't share any thoughts. Okay. That's right. 
<laughs> number one, Bones Highland. I guess okay. we should. Okay. <laughs> Tough start. <laughs> number two, Marcus Howard. Marcus. I want to see he. Not I, feel like, I feel like you're just saying that to be different. Yeah. No, no, no. I want to see. Team. I want to see no Marcus Avenue for him to be on the team. That's what's not. That's what's well, I mean, you could oh, trade Bobo. He, he Bull could Bull. get another two way, and then depending on what happens, I want to see. I want to see Bones and Marcus on the floor at the same time to fill it up, friends. They Ooh, just, I like it as a duo. A duo. Just shoot it. I mean, like the fill it up. Friends. I want to see Marcus Howard play against G League slash Summer League talent and just absolutely destroy people. Can we call it the How High lineup? Oh, no. huh? <laughs> That's how good. High? Howard, Marcus Howard. Oh, Both I thought it was Highland. like a weed joke. How high? Sure, Come on, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, this is a good I, joke. If it's that, I get no you. respect. Everybody in the comments here, look at that. Was a great nickname yeah, I came up with. Yeah. No, yeah. just like my <laughs> no, nickname like for it. Bones it, it Highland took is me Bohai. a second, but I like it. It took me Bohai's a second too. Bohai's good, man. Bohai, the king of Bohai, and then of course Bobo. So he's third. He's third. It's all the right, same. So we're very similar. <laughs> so it is the same. Well, it wasn't the same order and one different guy. Okay, all right. Um, for me, I, I'm I'm using my pragmatic brain here. Probably will feel differently when I'm watching these guys in person. But for me, number one is Zeke Nachi. Why? Because he's far and away the guy that is ready to make an immediate impact. Bones would be great. I'm very excited for him. But no matter what he does, I just don't think he's playing this year. I mean, he'll be up in Grand that's, Rapids. That's the thing. Is for me, just, to, just sorry to interrupt. Like uh, Zeke. We know is going to play. We know, like, I, I don't want to see him play against lesser talent. To, yeah, like I know what he has. I just it just needs to yeah. be cultivated. Like, he's one hundred percent the type of player that doesn't shine though too in summer. Totally, league. totally. He's going to have like a a Vlatko existence. Yeah, in totally. the Summer league, like he'll sense. do well. He, you know, whatever. It'll be he'll score 12, 14 points a game. Whatever. It'll be interesting. But like, I want to see like summer league play. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Zeke's number one for me too because he's the only guy on this roster that I think might contribute. Right. significantly next season and putting him in a summer league environment like to your point kind of d-line yes with the nuggets he's going to be a catch and shoot guy from three he's going to be really good defensively in a summer league environment he's going to have a chance to show what else he's capable of and like all the reports we've heard he's been in the gym all summer he's been in denver all summer he's really really been working on his game so i'm curious to see like what else he can do other than the stuff he's shown he can do yep. with you know the nuggets a team now, he's not going to do that stuff when he plays rotation minutes for the Nuggets most likely, but I want to see what else he can do. I honestly don't think he's been working on any of that other stuff. So for me, I Probably just want to see true. if he knocks down threes. I mean, he's a great three-point shooter, and I want to see if he goes to summer league, shoots 40% on yeah. you know catch-and-shoot threes and gets volume. And by the way, I mean, again, we're hoping Bull Bull plays here. We're hoping there's a team. We're hoping a lot of things here. But if you had a front court that was Bull Bull and Zeke Naji and a back court that was Marcus Howard and Bones Highland, oh. you're off to such a great start. <laughs> I'm looking at this, and I'm like, man, there's so much spacing. Like, that's going to be a wide-open paint. There's so much shooting. Oh, yeah. All four of those guys knock down shooters. So I want that. And then the guy, and we can kind of move on to the other ones here, but Deontay Burton is a guy that I wonder who's going to be like that, the three, the small forward, basically, mm. for this Nuggets. And I wonder if it's him only because super athlete. We got the scouting report, I think. All right, let's pull up too. a scouting report on Deontay Burton. Look at this. You guys thought we were done with graphics? <laughs> we are not. Walk us through this, Harrison. So – yeah, like he's super athletic. He's also a really good rebounder, uh, Deontay Burton. He's a bit, he's a weird type of like archetype of player because he's only like 6'5", I believe, but he's a forward slash big man. He's not like a, a guard. Yeah. Um, he's like se. a PJ Tucker kind yeah, of deal. Yeah, kind of PJ Tucker-ish, but uh, he's really athletic. Uh, he can rebound. Uh, he, he's strong too. 
He's a good defender as well. He played a couple seasons with Monte Morris at Iowa State, so there's a connection there. Mm. Um, not a good shooter and kind of undersized for his position, but he's a guy who, because of his athleticism and because of how hard he plays, could really show out in summer league. And especially, this is what I'm talking about, you get four shooters, because it's hard to be a non-shooter, right? But you get four shooters. You get Bull Bull and, and Marcus and Bones and Zeke. Like, there's so much room for a hyper-athletic, really tough guy. And by the way... I don't. I don't have a full scout report on him. Just kind of the the overview. Sounds like a Malone guy. Oh, not a shooter, be. not a skill player, but you know what? He's tough. He's there, physically there's actually strong. A couple of those guys on the summer league roster. <laughs> this is just like Malone assembled guys. by Michael Malone. <laughs> when I was doing these strengths and weaknesses, it's like I think every guy's weakness is shooting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. But, uh, I, well, first of all, Deontay of all these of all the others, we just listed the four guys who were actual Nuggets, or Marcus Howard, who was an actual Nugget. Is Burton the most interesting to you of it's the others? It's probably Burton or Caleb Agata. Okay, all right. Just because I feel like we've talked about Caleb Agata yeah. for a while, so I've talked myself into him a little bit. And he bit. had that one great game. Yeah, though. the big game <laughs> against Team USA. But Burton, uh, he's played with the Oklahoma City Thunder yeah. slash Blue, their G League team last year, or I guess two years ago. Uh, 14 and a half points, seven and a half rebounds, you know, for a guy that's just 6'5". So he gets on the glass. All right, let's well, do Caleb Agata next. I yeah, so, that so Caleb Agata, we, we already know a lot about him, I feel like. Yeah. 6'3 guard, 26 years old, played in Israel last year. Uh, a really late bloomer. Just talking to people around the league, nobody knew who Caleb Agata was in NBA circles like two years ago. And then he burst onto the scene last year in Israel, had like a 40-point game towards the end of the year. So his game is defense and spark plug scoring. He's a slasher. He likes to get to the rim. Not a consistent three-point shooter, but he can get hot. Like, he got hot against Team USA sure. in that exhibition game a few weeks back. Uh, last year in Israel, averaged like 22 points a game, six rebounds, four assists. Only shot 33% from three, but he's streaky, can get hot a little bit. Um, so, he, he, yeah, he's the other guy I'm excited for. I don't really have a whole lot of Caleb Agata thoughts. I w other than to say I was a lot more excited about him two weeks ago. Well, he had the big game against Team USA and then just didn't really play a lot <laughs> yeah. for Team Nigeria, yeah. who had a pretty short stay. At by, the by the way, since they stopped playing him, they stopped winning. Yeah. I mean, so, oh, man. It's, it's curious. For shame, Team Nigeria. It's also a little, just from the Denver perspective this time around, and team building, like you want to nail everything, even down to the two A's, but it's also like, Denver's sort of a step beyond, you know, can, like how much can like the Caleb Agatas of the world help them? I mean, maybe maybe marginally, and and depth is important, um, but I just think summer league as a whole is a little less interesting because it's a they're just in more of a win now mode than they've been. Except for I'm reminded of 2018, which I believe was the Tory Craig year, which if you recall, he was on a two way the whole year. He was in the G League putting up Michael Jordan numbers, but then he came back to Denver for the playoffs and ended up starting, starting. a few games. That's a great so point, yeah. it could be. The best case scenario for Denver's two ways this year is they find somebody like that, and there is a need at small forward. So if they found a defensive-minded guy who's not really with the team for most of the year, but you can bring him back in a pinch, that would be that would be. And the one they thing. also have a G League team. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, that's true. So that's some of these guys too, maybe yeah. could wind yeah. up there if they want a but, closer. But you're right, though. The like th there's been years past where you're like. Oh man, I hope this guy can be our starting point guard. <laughs> like, just all of these guys, you like so many question marks in the team, and we're, yeah, we are talking about like the margins of the margins, of the margins at this point where it's like, 
okay, there's like an interesting little story. Like maybe you bring him on. He's on the G League squad. You bring him up in case of emergency. I'm telling you, nobody remembers some, Jokic's first summer league where Ian Clark looked great. And uh, you go back and watch yeah, it. He, he looked did. great because Jokic. Yeah. Jokic like making his life so easy, and yeah. it was everyone's like, "Wow, Ian Clark is he our next guy?" Yeah. We were sleeping on him. Come a long way. We've come a long way. Uh, all right, what else we got here? I think we got highlights of these guys too. If we want to, okay, look at we'll. Those. Um, but we can move on to the next guy. Also. Yeah, we'll just keep it going because we're running short on time. Actually, should we hit a break and then get to the rest of sure. these guys on the other side? Sure. Let's do that. We'll hit our first break. There's two more or three more guys I think to kind of go yeah. quickly over and give some highlights on the other side, as well as the winners and losers. I can't wait to talk about the losers. Oh, losers! Gonna eat a cupcake. <laughs> Such losers. Gonna eat a cupcake. Can you pick up a Mile High City copper lager if we got now? Wait a minute. You're Johnny. getting a cup. He's hungry, so he's getting a cupcake. <laughs> I think we're out of Mile High City copper lager. <laughs> we got to re-up on that. Well, I, I, I'm never going to recover from Brendan leaving mid-show to eat a cupcake. Well, this is he, incredible. He dipped into the beer fridge that has been very, very empty since the playoffs ended. Just saying that out loud, the beer fridge has been very empty since the playoffs ended. <laughs> Uh, make sure to pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager this week from Breck Brew. You can pick some up at the Breck Brew uh, Farmhouse. Oh, yeah. If you haven't... <laughs> cupcake confirmed good. <laughs> Just going to town oh, on the cupcake. Yeah. I'm going to have a hard time Sh finishing shouts this to, show. Shouts to, uh, to DNVR <laughs> member Brian, whose family has the shop there in gold. Do you remember Thanks the Thanks for yeah. it on there. It's Brian? Uh, it's, on the, it's on the thing. Go find it so I can give him a shout out. They brought us, they brought us cupcakes. Go get another cupcake, too. We'll do it live. <laughs> Shout out, Brian. Yo, uh, hit me with a cupcake while we're up. Um, if you're around the Breckbrew Farmhouse, check it out. Really cool area. Great food, great drinks there. Multiple bars. Uh, pick up some Mile High City Copper Lager from there or your local liquor store as well. Uh, it is Tuesday, so got to talk about Ball, uh, as in Ball Arena. We're now sponsored by Ball across the entire DNVR network. Really cool company. They sponsor Ball Arena, of course. They're also the aerospace technology company. They're also the world's largest aluminum cannon packaging manufacturer and they're you know doing really cool stuff um of course they make the 8 12 and 16 ounce can sizes for all kinds of liquids a ball makes cans in over 30 different sizes at facilities across the world the golden plant right here in golden they make regular 8 ounce and 12 ounce sleep cans a 24 ounce growler Let's size go. 12 and 24 ounce cans as well alumitech bottles several different can lid sizes uh, if you want to work for ball right here in golden Check them out, jobs.ball.com, or search for Golden, or you can simply text Golden to 77222. Again, uh, they're looking for the best workers here in the Denver area. If you want to look at their Golden plant, go to jobs.ball.com, search for Golden. Um, also, Goldmine. That was the name, Goldmine Cupcakes. That's right. I got to say. I was a, that was a tough Two segment for up. me just now. Two thumbs up. That was really tough for me. I just I couldn't look over there. <laughs> it, was too, it was too much. Was what was too, happening? It was hilarious to watch Brendan eat a cupcake. <laughs> Live on the internet? Yep. Live on the internet. Um, all right, let's get to these other guys. Harrison, who's up next on our scouting report? Uh, next, we've got a name that I haven't heard a while who, who surfaced. With John Denver. Travolta. <laughs> I haven't heard him. Uh, it's right. not Emmanuel Moutier or Kenneth Farid. Who are going to be at summer league with Portland? It's Tariq <laughs> Black. Yeah, Tariq Black. Black, man. Um, he was in the NBA a while back. Has been overseas for these last couple of years. Played for Zenit in Russia. Averaged seven points, four rebounds a game for them. Almost a block per game in twenty minutes. So, uh, didn't play a ton. 
the connection with the Nuggets that I found, he was Will Barton's teammate at Memphis. Correct. Uh, a while back. But he's a really physical, big-bodied big man. Seems like he's a nice roller in the pick and roll. Pretty athletic, good finisher, good shot blocker, judging from uh, the scout I've watched on him. Again, not a good shooter, though, which, which is a theme. <laughs> Ooh, that's our kind of guy. The guy's coming off the bench for this summer league. Team. He actually trained with Will Barton, by the way, Okay, um, years back. I think it's on the Will Barton documentary I did that he, um, Dan Conley, Tim Conley's brother, trained him along mm-hmm. with Will Barton. So, yeah, those guys, there is a, there is a connection, their family connection, um, so it makes sense. He's 30 years old? Yes, um, I think 29 or 30. 29, yeah. yeah, yeah. So a little older. Probably trying to have a good summer league and get back into the NBA. Or just pulling the Jack Cooley. I mean, yeah. like he honestly is kind of a Jack Cooley player. Where, And this happens, by the way. A lot of times teams will bring in guys like that to the camp to work out. Like, so for, for example, Zeke Naji, maybe you're going to play some center this year. Why don't you go up against grown man Tark Black and let's see how he does against really strong, bully, big rebounder type. So mm-hmm. that, that could be the, uh, the reason there. Okay, who else? So this next guy, I'm actually a little intrigued by. Little intrigued by. Okay. Zylan Cheatham. Okay. Zylan Cheatham, six eight forward, twenty five years old, played with the Iowa Wolves this last season, uh, the Timberwolves G League affiliate. And honestly, if you're looking for a Tory Craig type guy, here's your guy. All right. Six eight, really strong, defensive minded, pretty good athlete, good rebounder. He's pretty much just like a play finisher. Doesn't really have a lot of creativity. Not a one-on-one offensive guy. Um, he's like a classic fourth or fifth option who's going to finish around the rim, get out in transition, do a lot of dirty work. Average 10.5 points, uh, eight rebounds per game for Iowa this last season in the G League. Really athletic. So, like, he's a guy who could have some fun highlights in the G League. Can't shoot, though. No, can't shoot. <laughs> Non-shooter. Yeah. Just implied at this point. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Here's him in the G League. Okay, let's check it out. Some G League highlights. Open floor. You know, he kind of moves like, at least that fast break really moves like Lou Dort. Yeah. Kind of got the Lou Dort hair going, that's too. That's about to say that. Is it the hair? Full haircut. <laughs> There's the cough. But he's also, like, thicker, you know? I mean, look at it. Like, Lou Dort has, like, he's like a rhinoceros. He's just very heavy-footed the yeah. way he, like, yeah. stomps the court when he runs. No, he he is he is very Dortish, I will yeah. say. Yeah, he is Dortish. Dort, I love that Lou Dort is a mold of player now, because I've comped him to, like, five guys over the last couple of weeks. Well, he's just a defensive wing that can't shoot. Yeah, he's but he's also a type, you know? It's like a body type that's not that common in the NBA, yeah, the we've rhinoceros. Dis- we've discovered there's lots of will Bartons and Lou Dortz coming up. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Everybody is one of those two. Is he skinny? It's Will Barton. Is he thick? It's Lou Dort. <laughs> this girl said anything like no. We really? Do. I mean, Lou Dort is such an incredible name, but it's not, not as incredible as Lou Gens Dort. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Lou Dort fan, by the way. Big Lou Dort I, I can fan. tell. Yeah, I guess it's, it's overtaken the entire Zylan Cheatham. <laughs> well, I'm just saying we might have our new our new Lou Dort. It's Zylan Cheatham. <laughs> I'm actually excited. You, I, I'm intrigued by this guy. I'm intrigued too. So, right. so you did. Sorry, if I heard you correctly at the start, you did say you know of that Tory Craig mold. This actually is a guy to circle. 
I mean, it, it, we're, we're kind of stretching here, I think. <laughs> sure, sure. But more, more if I had to pick one guy on the Summer League <laughs> roster who reminds me a little bit of Tory Craig, but more so of Lou Dort. <laughs> Tethering your entire Kale, can we get a promotional graphic? It just says, Harrison Wynn says, Silent yeah. Cheatham, the next Tory Craig? You, I'll tweet that out. I'll tweet it out. <laughs> or is he more of Lou Dort? Yeah. Adam Mudders. I mean, he's also 25, so around the same age Tory was. That's perfect. Maybe man. a little older. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Barely older than uh, Chris Duarte. It is hilarious. <laughs> just to, to think back to the impact that Tory Craig had in the G League. He was G League LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. G League, like thirty the, points per the game. greatest is crazy. The, the greatest <laughs> player that like the the G League has ever seen is just gets traded every offseason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. By the way, Everyone's I'll, like you yeah, know whatever. We're way like off this track now, but uh, three years, eighty five million for DeRozan in Chicago. Oh. That seems like a lot. That does seem like an awful lot of money for DeRozan. Three eighty-five. There's got to be an option on three-year, eighty-five million plus deal. Per Man, shows. that's really surprising. Yeah, our, our that's really surprising. Artur is not a slow rebound. Like, wow, do I have to do I have to move Chicago from my winners list to losers list here? I mean, I like him there for like a year. Not your dream team anymore. Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know if Lonzo can really save DeRozan, but we'll find out. Uh, all right, is there anybody else? <laughs> we got one more guy. One more guy who I put on here because. He's got a name, yeah. a recognizable name, Mature Maker. Um, That's a good name. Now, he's not the McCurr Maker that the Nuggets right. brought in for a pre-draft workout and who played in college last year. That's Thon Maker's cousin. Okay. Uh, this is Thon Maker's younger brother, Okay, um, who's not as highly regarded as a prospect, obviously, as Thon Maker was or as McCurr Maker was, again, the guy that was eligible this year for when the you think about all-time mixtape high school players like thon maker is uh, he's in the top 10 from when thon maker was 14 years old oh yeah the, the next, next kd yeah the yeah. next kd and you looked at him physically and you're like he is and he's yeah. only 14 and then Al it was just like alternatively the, the first bull bull we'll say the first bull bull yeah sure uh so I, I was a little intrigued by this guy looking at his name when i looked at the highlight tape which was very hard to find by the way uh not as much intrigued um, he played overseas a, a little bit, then spent some time with the Rockets G League team, Rio Grande Valley, uh, last season or two seasons ago. I might have played with Isaiah Hartenstein. He also, I believe, was high school teammates with Jamal Murray at Orangeville Prep. So that's that's a little interesting. That is very that's super interesting. Yeah, five and a half points. That's four, actually a big deal. I would say per game. Yeah, yeah, uh, notable for sure. But just. A real weird game, I feel like. You, you think he's athletic, but he's got a real herky-jerky feel to the game yeah. with him. I, I don't really get a sense of what he's good at other than that he's 6'11". Looks like Pascal Slowakum. Right. Wow. Oh, look at that spin move. That, that was right. the weirdest Just, move ever. Yeah. So I was, <laughs> I was... My eyebrows were raised at, at the name, but I don't have a ton of expectations for him. Sure. Okay. All right, let's move on now to free agency, and should we start with the winners, or should actually let's start with let's start with Denver because we actually haven't broken everything down fully. We'll do winners and losers in the final segment, but you know we did this live. We talked about the different guys just to kind of recap. The Nuggets are retaining Will Barton. They got him for a two-year deal worth thirty-two million dollars, be sixteen million basically. Um, you know, I think they very clearly desperately needed him for one more year. That would be this year. Yeah. And then after that, a little bit more of a flex year. I think there's no reason to think that that money is, one, not tradable, two, not worth the value, and it's right. expiring, so right. it's low leverage. Um, 
now that we have a day kind of sitting on this, is there any other updated thoughts on Will Barton? I just the two years is perfect. That's really it. I mean, you the it was just a tight rope to walk where right? I understood that maybe a lot of people didn't want to commit a third or fourth year and a lot of money after the injury concerns. But the reality is, or my perspective on this season has always been, you simply cannot punt this if you're Denver. You have to look at this as we can get those five guys on the floor. We think we'll be good in the regular season. And if that's your perspective, then Will Barton, um, especially with those with the cap situation, was essential. If the Nuggets, over the next two years, end up winning a championship, going to a finals, whatever it is, reach that level of success, it, I, to me personally, it wouldn't feel the same if Will Barton was there. He is the longest tenured Nugget, even more so than Michael Malone or... Uh, Nikola Jokic mm-hmm. you know he's been there seven years I believe so the fact that he gets to f- sort of finish what he helped start um, you know I just think it's really cool and then also more than anything Denver <laughs> just needed him well th- I think that's more I mean we said the same thing essentially about Gary Harris and then we traded him and then now we're you know you're looking back and you, you like him but you, you don't like long for having Gary the Harris difference with Gary Harris is that he had miserable seasons back to back yeah well Barton hasn't he's just been injured yeah the thing I mean the thing to remember is as we were going down the stretch after we lost Jamal Murray and it felt like all hope was lost um, the Nuggets rattled off a bunch of wins and Will Barton two was years even, in a row yeah Will Barton wasn't even part of it he was also injured for most of it then he came back and he made them even better yeah so you know the it is a, uh, you know, there is always at this point in the off season, this time of year where you're looking to win the off season, which is like the most foolish way to go about looking at the actual, any sports season ever. I mean, it's just always like, oh man, they won the draft. They won the off season and they're going to be the 10th seed. Yeah. That's like usually the way that it unfolds. Um, the Nuggets are in a place where, again, they just, they figured out who they are. They figured out the right combination of players. And, like, it would be so foolish to just flush that and try and start something new when it really just comes down to, like, getting their guys back. And the point being is, like, Will Barton is a piece that can help them to stay afloat long enough to actually weather the storm. And so, yes, you, you got to bring Will Barton back. We are also setting up a scenario just like the last two where, all right, Murray's not back till March. Barton, we're going to need you 35 minutes a night. You know, and then like the, the Nuggets really, he was by far the most important player in the backcourt now. And that means he's probably going to play a lot of minutes. He's going to have to yeah. carry. He's not going to be able to miss a ton of games. Right. And then he's you do worry about, healthy. does he get to March? And it's like, yo, now we're... Now it's time to make a push. And he's like, yo, I've been carrying. Right. Maybe not. Like, I said this one time and people got so mad at me. Will Barton carries the team? No, Jokic does. Okay, yes, Jokic does. <laughs> what I mean is that Barton has to play a little bit more and above what is expected of him. Jokic is expected to carry the team. Will Barton has to do a little bit more for prolonged periods. And he's done it. He's been like such a, a good soldier about that to say, hey, I'll do this. But it's come at a cost. But it's come at a cost. And that cost has cost him some health so it'll be interesting to see how Denver manages that the other side here um, you know Jermichael Green was the second domino to fall I was a little bit more surprised about him here's the one question I want to ask and we touched on it yesterday but now that we have Jeff Green and we'll talk about him in a second but there's Jeff Green there's Jermichael Green and then there's Zeke Naji stuck in between two greens Greener pastures on every side of Zeke Naji at the moment. How many jokes are we gonna make? Like just this gonna keep doing it. Just gonna keep going there. You know, <laughs> hey, it's your everywhere day. you look, you're it's seeing your green old real quick. <laughs> green over here is great. Anyway, um, you got Zeke Naji in the middle there. What's the confidence level, Harrison, that Zeke Naji is not going to just be a part of the team? But uh, I mean, for me, I want to see 20 minutes of him. What yeah. are the chances we're gonna see 20 minutes of Zeke Naji? Not great. 20, really? 20 minutes? We're talking. That's per, a backup big. We're talking about a minute. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, total 20 total <laughs> minutes of him. I think the two primary backup bigs are Jeff Green and Jamichael Green. Oh, I hate hearing this. You really think that? I mean, Jeff Green, I don't think has really played small forward in a couple of years. Yeah, no, it's been a long he's time. Been, he's been more like six years. I he's guess. been more of a four or five these last few years. Yeah. And yeah, he has played three in the past, but his best position now is at the four or five. So. Oh, this is the worst song I've ever heard. I, I don't. I feel like it's one thing we didn't talk about enough in in yesterday's show. Was can Najee play th- small forward? Is that too big? Is that too much of an ask? That question, can he, is different than should he. Should he? Sure. Yeah. That's a gr- well. Okay. How about this? See, will he? Offensively, Jeff Green could play the three. You know, defensively, he's more of a four or five. Okay. So you know, you swap those. Yeah, you're so something that's been great about the Nuggets' offense with Will Barton at the three. You know, you got him coming off dribble handoffs. You got him in the pick and roll. He's great in those situations. He can handle. He can play make. That's really important in the Nuggets offense to have a guy like that at the three. Zeke Naji's not that guy yet, or he probably will never be that guy. Yeah. Jeff Green is closer to that guy, obviously way closer than Zeke Naji. So maybe you could go, all right, Jeff Green, on offense, you're the three. On defense, you're the four. Zeke Naji on offense, you're the four. On defense, you're the three. Sure. Maybe that's a way to get Zeke on the floor. 20 minutes per game, I'd be surprised, though, man. I'd but be surprised. What's the alternative now? Rivers back up two, PJ back up three? Yeah. Faku, Austin, PJ, one, two, Eric, three. Eric, does this bug you at all? I mean, does this concern you? Uh, it concerns me only in that I don't – I wish we had, a, like, a real backup center. Like That it, part doesn't bother me, to be really? honest Really? Like, you. it does me. It, it bothers me that we don't have a single truly defensive uh, five on the, on the squad. But what do you need I guess for we didn't, I mean, we didn't, That's the thing. It, well, we didn't use him that often. I just feel like there's, you're going to run into situations where you, you have like, – oh, you weren't done. <laughs> Are we going back? I'm, we're trying to derail Eric. <laughs> it's not that, really Votes not that difficult. from green juices to cupcakes. Well, we always, talk about, yeah. we always talk about this in five-man groups, but honestly, another like part of why I'm so high on Zeke Naji is I want to see him next to Michael Porter and Jokic. I want to see him in between those guys because same as you're talking about his ability to sort of – go back and forth between the three and the four defense versus offense. That works for Michael Porter as well. Can Zeke Naji be a stretch four who guards threes and then allows Michael See, Porter yeah. to guard the standstill four? I, I don't like this at all in that we have a bunch of tweener guys. No, and we, yeah, it's just so like true. no, it's just all, I mean, you can say that we're, this is the era of positionless basketball. It's better right. to have guys that can play every position, but it is uh, a little disconcerting that we have such confusion as the, and maybe that's good. I don't know. I, Perhaps this perceived weakness can actually be a strength, but I don't. I don't love the center thing. I, I, maybe I'm alone in this. I, I, I do wish that we had like, if we can get a Hartenstein kind of type. Yeah, he's available. Something that could, we could. He's out there. <laughs> Put up great numbers in the G League. <laughs> There's an interesting comment there from Carlos Romero because it highlights both sides. The Suns went to the finals with Dario Saric as their backup five. Fair point. And then what happened in the finals? Yeah. They absolutely needed another big. Yeah. So that example well, kind of highlights. Got hurt. Yeah, Sarge was hurt. Sure, yeah. I'm just saying. But they did. They got bullied. They got bullied Lacking in the paint. That size in the, was in a part the, of the, Yeah, but they the got finals. bullied by Giannis. I know it's right, true. That's a fair. You know, like maybe fair. Javale McGee now stops Giannis, but I doubt it. Yeah, I just think that they ran into a really tough. Like, once you go to the finals, you have to be just be great at everything, and it's really yeah. hard to be great at everything. I don't, I don't think you necessarily need a backup center. Um, I like the idea of Javale coming back because I just thought Javale's valuable. I just think he's a, a pretty good. Backup big. I think he's a good bench player. Um, but one of my themes of this season, and one of the storylines that we'll hit on a lot, I'm sure, is 
how much do the Nuggets just expand their rotation and try to get guys rest throughout the season? That's good. Uh, well, because that's good, yeah. it's one of the things I'm most curious about, man. Like, we know Michael Malone. We know how he likes to keep a very rigid and standard rotation throughout the season. He likes to play the same guys night in, night out. Next season, man, you got to find a way to get Yoke some rest. You got to make sure Michael Porter and Will Barton don't wear down during the season. In my opinion, you got to play the entire roster. And looking at the Nuggets roster, I think they have one guy who we're unsure of, one through 15, if he can play at an NBA level next year, and that's Bones Highland. Mm. Everybody else, man. Bull, bull. Well, yeah, and bull. <laughs> Everybody else can be a rotation player. Right. I mean, at least Austin in a pinch. Yeah. Austin Rivers is like your 12th man. Right, sure. right. I mean, he can play. Zeke Naji, your 13th man. He can play. One thing George Carl always brings up on the Keeping It 1000 pod is just the like clarity of everybody knowing. He's like, I don't mind a gap between the 8th best player and the 11th best player. He's like, I like a gap there because then everybody knows. And I think that's one of the things we're kind of hitting on is, is Zeke better than Jeff Green and Jermichael Green? I mean, probably not Jermichael Green, but is he better than Jeff Green? And at what? At certain things? At this or that? God, like, I, How I do you find that? I hope he's better than Jermichael Green. <laughs> Zeke like, Naji? Yes. Michael Green's a quality yeah, rotation Michael player. Michael Green's a vet, man. That, like, that's I don't, a I think high I know, but for a late first round. Yeah. Right, but like, it's not, I don't believe, unrealistic at all to think that Zeke Naji would make a leap from rookie player to actual, like, the, starting this, to sniff at his actual... He was redshirt rookie last year. I know he played a little bit, but he was redshirt rookie, right. so this is his rookie season. Well, I mean, but he was, you know, I mean, it, that's not unreasonable either to have a, a guy that has been around the team, absorb what it is to travel with the team, yeah. get the NBA lifestyle, and then come in and actually start contributing right away like Zeke Naji has so much he just has a lot of potential and I would be bummed if he's not better than Jermichael Green I, I'm very high on Zeke Naji I just don't want to put that too big of expectation on him just yet but I am very high on him I hope you're right um, I just I just know that there's a lot to learn and you have to learn a lot of that through experience and he doesn't have any yeah. experience just and yet. the Nuggets are really high on him too like the Nuggets want him to play it's just when you say the Nuggets you mean the front office right right no yeah. they love him and I think Michael Malone really likes him too. I, yeah. You know, like he, I think he he's a hard guy not to like. To be honest, yeah. I think he's, like, he's a what, hard what's not to lunch like pail guy. About him, can but I play I mean, devil's advocate though? It's gonna like, be tough. Is this like, are, is Denver at a point right now in their timeline where it's like, don't use the MLE on a helpful veteran because you got to get this late first rounder on the court. Like, don't you just to, to Win's point, add as many NBA guys as you can. Depth is a good yeah, thing. Jeff Green yeah. was a was a world beater, and I like Jeff Green. I just uh, it's not like he's a world beater. He's mean, also thirty four. I'm not like taking any victory laps over yeah. Jeff Green. I'm just saying you can use that MLE and get a veteran guy who's helped teams before, or you cannot. And I, I don't really see the benefit. I'm not sh what I'm what, what I'm proposing is yeah, is it is it like a, a little too much of a rush to get Zeke on the floor? How important is that versus just talent? Well, all I can tell you, I think the real point to all of this is that we just had a 10 minute discussion on this and came to no consensus and i think now we're asking michael malone I think that says more about our terrible relationship it probably does we <laughs> all now <laughs> hate each other and the fresh no but uh, the point is is that this is a tough thing and i just the fact that it is difficult to me is probably not i mean tim conley for years has said is it too bad to have good players i don't think so too many good players and it's like well maybe it is according to george carl it could be too bad when you don't have just an absolute this is our identity this is our guy and we have a next man up mentality but at least we understand the next man up is the next man for right. a reason, not the man. Well, I mean, luckily, like this doesn't have to be solved on paper. This is not just a th yeah. theoretical conversation. Like you actually put the players together and see what works, what doesn't. There's that. But I mean, Jamichael Green's not coming back here unless he's going to play 20 plus minutes a game. 
Jeff Green's not coming here unless he's going to be a part of the rotation. So, like, those guys are definitely going to play. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's to start. Like, sure. You know, every, everything changes. You know? Sure. Like, as the NBA season unfolds, like, everything that we thought gets flipped on its head. We People are Injuries, bad. People course. get injured. Especially people get set that, sent up to the gold. Like, uh, my guy Vladko, sadly, wait. is like, I think this one's easier. We talk about clarity. He's clearly now. Yes, the th- th- there's some or, clarity there. Yeah, yeah, I should say Jokic, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter, uh, Zeke Naji, Jeff Green, Jamichael Green. So Vlako Chanchar is now the seventh big, you know, forward or, or center. Oh, so Or he's the backup three. Or he's, or he's the number two small forward. We don't know. <laughs> um, so that that's a little bit sad. Poor one out there. Um, the last one is just Austin Rivers. We can go really quickly. I mean, he clearly loved it here. I think I mean he won a Denver Nuggets a playoff game slash series because I don't know if they even win that series if it isn't for him and his great play. So um, he already is sort of a Denver Nuggets legend, and I think for the role that he will have, which is to say he'll probably play a lot this year because Denver is one injury away from him being in the regular rotation, and until Murray gets back, and then when Murray gets back, maybe he doesn't play so much, but at least he's in your back pocket. And like a Vladko, um, you don't feel bad if he if he has to step in and, and play like twenty minutes. Or start even, you don't feel terrible. Hopefully, he doesn't have to start next year in the playoffs. But if he has to step in, you know, like, hey, that's not a guy that's going to be lost. Yeah. He knows what to do. And who knows? Maybe he'll hit some shots. The Nuggets' philosophy, like you just said, and Tim's philosophy is we're just going to build as deep of a team as possible yeah. with as many guys that I can trust in an NBA game as possible. You can trust Austin Rivers. He showed that last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm honestly a little surprised that he's back. I know the Nuggets want him back. I know Austin Rivers really liked it here. But, um, I mean, he's going to be the fifth guard without Jamal Murray, you know. Yeah, I mean, don't forget he was on the couch when the Nuggets got him. I mean, do people did, I mean, do people want him in the league? I know that he showed out in that in the one game, but he also wasn't, like, super consistent throughout the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't have many suitors. Here's the thing. I think he's, I think he might be the third best defensive guard Denver has behind Dozier and Faku. Um, You know, is he better than a Murray and a Monte? I think maybe marginally strong. He moves his feet. Well, he's not like an impact player, but he's good. So he might be the third best defensive player on the, in the backcourt. And Martin, maybe, I mean, I don't know. Injuries are going to happen. Weird stuff's going to happen. It's not the worst thing in the world to have guys who you trust like Austin Rivers in, in the reserve. I mean, yeah, it's it's February and they're playing the Magic. Like, no part of you is like, oh, what is Austin Rivers doing out there? He's yeah. an NBA player. Let's hit our final break. On the other side, we got to do winners and losers um, about free agency. And I can't wait. Now we get to look outside of the Nuggets at all these other losers. That should be fun. <laughs> uh, guys, at manscaped.com, use the code DNVR for 20% off plus free shipping. Again, use the code DNVR for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Good news for international listeners, actually. Uh, Their life-changing products are now available in Canada, the UK, across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. Unbelievable. Manscaped going worldwide. No excuses, Canada. Stop (laughs) being so hairy. Yeah, for all our listeners in Australia, no excuses anymore. (laughs) No excuses. Yeah, you got to... Well, somebody should make a down-under joke. I'm clearly above this. I'm surprised it's not in the read, actually. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, Pick up the Lawnmower 4.0 with that 4000K LED spotlight. with the perfect package 4.0 it includes the weed whacker apparently it's like having derrick henry run through those tough nose and ear hairs (laughs) 
Apparently. That sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah. I, don't want, I don't want Derrick Henry anywhere near my nose. Sounds like a, the worst way to die. <laughs> uh, yeah, really true. Well, maybe you'd be a little starstruck before you went out. It, it is effective, though. I've used it. <laughs> uh, use the code DNVR for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Uh, right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app. Place any pre-event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medal this year. That's 100 to 1 odds on an American athlete to stand on the podium and receive gold, silver, or bronze this week. Again, 100 to 1 odds. Which the USA basketball team will be providing you. Yes, you're you're very stoked about that. I can tell. The American USA, pride baby. is just shining USA, through. dude. We're getting the gold. We love it. Um, well, they'll definitely get a medal, I think. That's what I mean. They're going to get a medal. I think they will. They, they will got Australia coming up, though. They will cash your bet. Uh, they will give you, give you a medal one way or the other. Uh, when is they that do game? have Australia? It probably is, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, probably. I think so. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow night, late. Uh, again, download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars in free site credits if America wins a medal. Let's go DNVR, turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Um, see DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Restrictions apply. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, finally, stop into Solace Meds today. They've got four convenient Colorado locations, Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, Broadway, and on East Colfax, blocks from the DNVR bar. Solace has awesome deals going on throughout the entire month of August. Here's a couple to look forward to. <laughs> Dixie Elixirs. Let's Whoa. freaking go, dude. Two for $30. That's a banging deal. That's yeah. a banging deal the air horn. on a product that we would all endorse. Not from personal use, obviously. We just, we've just heard tale. Yeah. Two for 30 bucks on <laughs> Dixie Elixirs. Talking. You're not going to find that deal the anywhere streets else. streets are sleeping, then talking. Yeah. Um, silver shell flower, 15% off spectra, 20% off ripple, 25%. What? Tons of banging deals for August. Uh, another really great deal. Drop the code DNVR 20 at checkout, get 20% off and get a free solace bar or King cone. If you're at that wheat Ridge location, uh, if you're at any, any location, stop in, get 20% off with the code DNVR 20. Kel, can we pull up the picture I just sent you from Instagram? We do have an update from one Jamichael green. What? One Jamichael Green. We He's can go ahead and pull show? it up. And we have, it says on the bottom, wouldn't want to be any other way. Any of, any different. Oh. Un, hashtag unfinished business. Hashtag thank you, Lord. Hashtag MBK for life. Hashtag number 334, which is Alabama. How'd you just jump over the most important part? The, I didn't. Okay. I was going to the emoji of the week. The emoji of the, the week. Silverback Gorilla. <laughs> That's freaking we Jamal dude. getting in there, too. And then Jamal with a reply. I love that the Nuggets have their own emojis. Like, lock, Monte Morris. The lock. Yeah. <laughs> the we gorilla, got Silverback Gorilla. Green. Joker's a joker. Yeah. Blue arrow is an arrow, and the the you know like I like this bones. I was just bones? about to say <laughs> the, the, the reigning emoji of the week. Bones. The reigning emoji. Michael of the Porter week. is just like a, the curious looking emoji. <laughs> curious. Yeah. <laughs> the, that one. I love just the generally name. curious. I love that. That's the new Michael Porter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh yeah. 
Curious, Curious George. Oh, no, but there's well, there's a lot of photoshopping. Not, yeah, let's not do. make that leap ourselves. Let's allow, let's allow them to make that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the curious face, though, definitely. Definitely the curious, the inquisitive. By the way, can we just you pull up the other image I sent you, Kale? Um, if you want, we just have to pour pour one out here for our guy, Paul Millsap. I feel like. Millsap's departure. I know you kind of um, eulogized him the other day, Eric, uh, on our show live. But um, you know, it's funny. Millsap really was an important piece of this Nuggets arc, if you look at it. And he's such an unheralded one. I love this one. Everybody does this all the time, right? Oh, you haven't seen every every fan base does this whenever a young up and coming team gets a veteran. They get this exact Photoshop. Oh, we're just pulling it a lot. Is it up? Is it on the screen or no? All right, there we go. So you got the old splinter. You guys want to hear me? My, I, I know about these. Uh, these know, teenage, about teenage, teenage. You know about pop culture from yeah, I do. Uh, uh, the '80s. You got Splinter here when he was the old one. You got the young turtles, and then Splinter now is old. And you got the. This really was. I know it's corny, but kind of was exactly what Millsap's role. It's like uh, a Star Wars. He was Obi Wan. He's the old guy. He wasn't meant to be here for the entire arc. He was just here to get it started. You're so right. This is the most. Uh, impactful thing I've ever seen in my this cartoon of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with Splinter has touched me in a way that I've not I wasn't prepared for. It is, Paul right? Am I wrong? It is a little well, like hey. <laughs> and the only you know one thing that could be different and to me like one of the sneak so many reasons why the injuries were such a bummer last season but one is that oh my was wasn't that team really good and what maybe one of Millsap's best chances of finally getting to the the promised land and I you can I'm not going to go Reigns culture that they didn't get there with him does not nullify everything he helped them do, but it just would have been so sweet for him yeah. to see him get it done. Well, screw him. It would have been sweet for me. Uh, that too, Eric. But <laughs> so if the Nuggets ever do get it done in it with this some version of this core You're in right. place, one of my first thoughts will actually be of Mr. Millsap and, and what he helped the Nuggets get done. Yeah. I mean, we said this before, like that Paul Millsap, I think, remains the biggest free agent signing ever for the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he was, when we got him, it was a very big deal. Tim Connolly had to fly down and yeah, bring uh, other sport. Who, who went? It was some Bronco. I can't remember who it Brandon was. Brandon Marshall? Maybe it was Brandon Marshall. I can't remember who it was. I can't, yeah, I can't quite remember, but they had to like go court him, wine and dine him, uh, convince him that coming back to the place that he... Uh, started his life was yeah. a good place to come and uh, he went to Montbello for the round out the, his basketball I mean, career cool, right man. and um, he never got the respect that he deserved in the media which uh, who cares but um, you know it would be really a bummer if people didn't acknowledge what Paul Millsap did for the Denver Nuggets and how he helped right. turn this culture Absolutely. around and how he helped really get this current team going in the direction that they're going now like instilling confidence standing up for the squad when they were being totally punked. man punked. Yeah. Um, totally their best run one of the best runs they've ever had in franchise history hinged on him doing exactly what he was meant to do yes Yes, and and what I'll always remember is the match. Like Hodor is the hold the door. I'll always moment. remember the match. Real, 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 real hold the door moment. <laughs> real hold the door moment for him. No, but Millsap's great. Like, what a great guy. Dad, what a great... also a great sort of like nickname. You know, like the we guy. No, it's not even. It's like a niche nickname, but it was. He really was like the team dad. That's hence the splitter thing. Um, I will say, I did hear some people refer to Jeff Green as Uncle Jeff. Yeah. 
So <laughs> dad might be gone, but Uncle Jeff is here. I just like the idea that we are personally related to everyone. That we're personally related to anybody on the Nuggets. <laughs> Uncle Jeff moved in. I think that's like his actual nickname. Uncle it Jeff. is. Uncle, Uncle Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. Right, we replaced dad for uncle. Um, all right. Let's go really quickly. We'll have to run through some winners and some losers here. Um I'm going to go winner. I'll, I'll give you guys my list and you can play off them. Number one winner for me. It's, I know who it's going to be. Well, you don't. It's the Miami Heat. I thought I was going to go somewhere else, but it's the Miami Heat. They're the number one winner, and here's why. They got Kyle Lowry. He was like the number one. Like Everybody wanted Kyle Lowry this oh, offseason. Yeah. Really good, but he fits them very well. They also got P.J. Tucker, who by all accounts was supposed to go back to Milwaukee until ownership got cheaper. I don't know what it is. Like, they won a championship, and now it's like, hey, we don't have to run this back now. Um, <laughs> so they, they did well. And now look, did they pay Duncan Robinson $90 million, the most ever by an undrafted player? Yes, <laughs> sure they did. Yes, that seems like did. a lot of money. Absolutely did does. they give old-ass Jimmy Butler a five-year max extension? Sure they sure, sure did. did, but you know what? Pat Riley wiggles his way out of those situations. That's what he does. So. It, helps, it helps to be just visibly greasy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think he could look into anybody's eyes and convince, like, persuade them. You know, he's the I ultimate right negotiator. Now. I think you're right. Uh, I think Miami now goes from a team that was here below the other contenders to now, like, I think they're at the bottom of that group of contenders, meaning I don't know that they're going to beat a Brooklyn or even a Milwaukee. Maybe, though. But they're right there. Like it wouldn't surprise. Last year would have really surprised me. Now I think they're true contenders. Yeah, I mean you gotta love uh, an ownership group that's willing to spend. Yeah, I mean if you're like a Miami Heat fan, like you gotta love it. Ownership management synergy is so important, yeah. and that that like the Mickey Harrison Pat Riley synergy seems to be the tops. Yeah, yeah. like so great. It's funny, man. I almost think we sometimes. I'm not even talking about Denver in this situation, but we sometimes try us even in our position to make excuses for ownership, like not paying the luxury tax. Right. And it's ridiculous. Like it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, if you own an NBA team, you should be absolutely willing to pay the luxury tax. Oh, for sure. You should be. And sometimes there's like excuses made. Oh, they don't want to start it this year and then pay the repeater tax. Right. And then it gets really exp- like, sh- shut up, man. What like, are you doing in life? Yeah. What are you doing yeah, with your if life? If you don't want to pay the luxury tax, sell the I team. I ask the billionaire Stan Kroenke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in all seriousness, though, it is like, hey, man, if you have any competitive nature to you, it's 100%. like, what is this freaking couple million dollars? Yeah. There's and, a lot of ways to make money. And we talk about it like, oh, if they you know, sign this guy, it's going to double their tax bill and it's going to go from $5 million to $30 million. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to these owners. Right. It means nothing. Right. right. Or it shouldn't. Um. So they're, to me, a big winner, and, and I just really like the roster. Number two, this is where you thought I was going. The Chicago Bulls. Chicago. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. I don't know why they got the air horn. Uh, Chicago. <laughs> there it is. Chicago with Arturis. Denver Nuggets East. The Chicago Bulls now have Lonzo Ball on a four-year $85 million deal. Man, do you guys think if, if, if Arturis was still in Denver, would the Nuggets have Lonzo Ball right now? Uh, the... <laughs> The viability of that trade wouldn't have changed at all, so no. Yeah, like, what? how would that have... I'm with Harrison over here. We got to figure out, like, financially, literally, what that looks like and how it happens. You just maneuver. You maneuver. You just yeah. maneuver, okay? You make sure. maneuvers. If you want your guy, you find a way you to get way. your guy. That's such a great mm-hmm. point. Harrison's right again. Unbelievable. Yep. Uh, why, <laughs> anyway. why does our guy have to be Lonzo? <laughs> That's my guy. He's so good. And you pair him with Zach Levine, who's, like, the most similar player to Jamal Murray, maybe yeah. in the NBA, and you think, like, 
I just think it's going to work. Then you get DeMar DeRozan. They did follow it up with DeMar DeRozan on a massive overpay. Don't love that. Yeah. So there's still some TBD. I there. applaud the aggressiveness, though, man. I, I applaud Arturis being like, yeah, we're going to be good. They should be good next year. Yeah. Chicago should be good next year. They were confusingly bad. After well, they, they had the, the a lot of COVID. Trade. They had a lot of COVID. That's what no, happened. Well, and yeah. he had to clean up a lot of mess from the previous regime. They, they would no, but he's saying like they got Vucevic, and then immediately Zach Levine gets COVID, misses like yeah. twenty games, and it's like, man, this is a drag. So <laughs> that they just right. barely miss whatever. But um, this year, I'm predicting playoffs, bounds, and they might even be. Like a first-round scare team. They sure. might be like the Hawks this year, which you catch lightning a bottle, you go far. I don't I know. Zach Levine looking pretty good, by the way. I, I love Zach Levine. I'm a Zach Levine fan. I, I was talking about Zach Levine last year. It, you were ahead of the curve, man. I was wrong. Although last year, I think I was already coming around. Uh, Golden State Warriors here. This is a controversial one because they had a bad start. But guess what? Otto Porter signed with them on a minimum when apparently he could have gone other places. A minimum is like a no-risk deal. How is Otto Porter signing a minimum? He just signed a massive yeah, because his last deal. Otto Porter's played like 30 games over the last two Yeah, he's been The he's guy really can't injured. stay healthy. He's got back problems. Like, it's not they, good. They well, also I, got Bielitsa on a vet minimum. I like that one. And then they got... Here's the crazy one. Well, it's not that crazy, but they got Steph Curry on a four-year extension. Worth $215 million, granted, but... You talk about ownership that doesn't mind paying. Lakeup, man, is actually first team all DGAF. Just yeah. pays money, man. Like I guess sometimes you have to sacrifice your owner just sounding off in the media and like acting like an idiot. Stan Kroenke could say whatever the right. hell he wanted if Denver had a $400 million if, payroll. Yeah, you sacrifice that if your owner is going to pay hundreds of million dollars in luxury. Totally yeah, it it seems weird that like the... Owners that operate in the financial hubs of the country are able to spend more. That's uh, true. That's well, the, you, the guy that is in Silicon Valley and charges thousands of dollars for uh, every seat in the house is able to spend a lot of money. That's it's so true. Like I really, Lakeup is a, such a cringy. Like so many quotes of his are just so like, oh my god, this guy is so annoying. But you know what? I would take it. Sure. If, like I would. Sure. The Stan Kroenke could come out and tell me everything you know about whatever if as long as he's spending money I'm like alright you're probably right. I mean, there's whatever. just more money in these places like the, in Miami. But there's more money in Stan Kroenke too. Like it's not like he is tied. He has money well, all over the country all over the world. I know but all of that I mean all of that money is like earmarked for the specific teams that generate that money. But they're real estate. He has money in real estate. That money is also extremely valuable. I mean I can't, I, I certainly can't yeah, get like, I certainly <laughs> I certainly can't get into the into the mind of Stan Kroenke, but I know that it's not as cut and dry as we like to th think that it is. Um so I thought Golden State had a good one. Phoenix they retains Chris Paul. There was always that fear that maybe he would go somewhere else even with the number i always thought chris paul was going to the lakers i'm not going to lie so i'm Me very too. happy to find out that he did the logical thing which is take a copious amounts of money i mean he really got the bag and by the way the phoenix suns because they signed him to that long-term deal maybe this comes back to haunt them but you know what you have to admire when a team has an open window which they clearly do and they said you know what damn the torpedoes oh my god can you imagine they're like I don't know. I mean, we, yeah. I know we made it to the NBA Finals after not making the playoffs Ever. the year yeah. before, but d are we sure Chris Paul had something to do with it? <laughs> and then Landry Shamit, you know, I thought that was a nice add, too, um, to kind of make up for the loss of Torrey Craig for whatever it's worth. Um, lastly, Washington Wizards. Yeah, absolutely. So to get off the, the, the Westbrook contract, which, look, Westbrook to L.A. means different things, right, than he did to the Wizards. Uh, to feel like you got any assets back, which they did, in fact, and then to find a very, very competent replacement and a guy that apparently seems to appease Bradley Beal and excite Bradley Beal and Spencer Dinwiddie, that was that was a really good offseason for Washington. Now, I'm not saying to Eric's like point to open the show, 
they're still not they're still going to be mediocre at best like it's not like they're they're now contenders or anything like that but they were in a handcuffed position and i think their backs are out from against the wall uh in a way that i didn't envision there's certainly less pressure like on them without westbrook being there but I know the the narrative, the talking points that were put out when they traded Westbrook was, oh, Bradley Beal wants to stay now. We're going to build around Bradley right. Beal. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, I don't think the Wizards are going to be very good this coming season. I don't see that sitting well with Bradley Beal. So um, TBD on, on that. Yeah, I just, but I also like Coach Wes Unseld gets a lot of shooting, a lot of spacing. Might it's, not be yeah. great defensively, but whatever. Shoving out Westbrook for for those guys definitely relieves the pressure on Wes. So I'm happy about that. I'm, Laker, ha- I'm happy about Lakers that. got Taylor Horton Tucker. By the way, he was their restricted free agent. They got him three years, thirty two million dollars. Honestly, I thought he was going to get more than that money than that. So I feel like the Lakers did well by keeping him. Um, yeah. So I think, I think virtually every every guy the Lakers retained or signed came in under market value <laughs> for them. Shocker. Which is not shocking at all, but yeah. it did work I know, out Except for way. Carmelo Anthony, who deserved zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> they might have overpaid him on a minimum. This is the team with Sorry, the thing with teams like the Heat and the Lakers, it's like they have to like fight guys to not come to their team. Like I don't know how great <laughs> yeah. management is, like when everybody's just will come there for an unreasonably low deal and so then they just have to sift through and be like, all right, which thirty five to thirty seven year old do we want on our squad? We have the pick of the litter. Yeah. Um, lastly, let's go through some losers here in free agency. Oh, the so fun. The first name, oh, I can't wait losers. to say it. Portland Trailblazers, losers, 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 Losers. big losers. What did they do? Damian Lillard says, hey, I want you guys to be as hungry as I am. And what do they do? Maybe he wasn't hungry. Maybe maybe they're like, you're not that hungry, are you? (laughs) Well, I think Um, this might play into votes theory that Neil O'Shea's trying to get fired. (laughs) (laughs) He does appear to it. Okay, they got Cody Zeller. I know Matt. that's Matt Moore, our buddy Matt Moore. That's his guy. And look, he is solid. He's solid. He's He's not bad. But, I mean, whatever. Ben McElmore, whatever. Um, You know, they re-signed Norman Powell. By the way, $90 million. Five years, $90 million. Kind of steep price for normal Powell. uh, (laughs) Tony Snell, it's not a terrible pickup. But, again... You you put it in the context right that important preface at the beginning. This all the pressure is on them to impress sure. Dame, and you definitely can't look like are they maybe marginally better than last year? Sure. Was that was that a splashy offseason? Is there going to be a single person on earth that picks the Portland Trailblazers to win the title next year? No, no, dude. I I just feel like the 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 the, the silence is a little deafening in my mind. On. Um. I just feel like you got to look at the 76ers and the Portland Trailblazers. I feel like neither one of them are kind of doing oh, anything. Oh, setting up. They're setting up I'm the just, army men for the swap. They've I just been the prisoners nego- negotiate, been, negotiating over pick protections for the last week. I just, you know, those, <laughs> just those, locked into a those two squads should have been loud, and they've been very quiet. That's a great point. It's a great point. Speaking of which, another loser. <laughs> Philadelphia 76ers. Whoa. They got Andre Drummond. They have not yet traded Ben Simmons. You're right. They can salvage this all. They could come. We know that Daryl Morey has been wanting a king's ransom. You know, it's like, hey, they want everything. Nobody seems to be biting, at least at the moment. So maybe they salvage this. I wouldn't bet against Daryl Morey. I do like your theory here. Maybe I don't know. But um, anyway, they look like losers right now because they look <laughs> like the exact losers. same team. And they, ben losers. Simmons still not in the group chat. He's wondering why nobody's texted. And like, <laughs> Hey, did we change the group chat settings? No, like, no you you're can't just actually get out of a group chat. So Ben Simmons just like got a new phone just to get, to get out of all the group chats. This is uh, the only option. 
the perennial every year. It's a tradition unlike any other. Another free agency loser. The New York Knicks. Let's go. The New York Knicks. They have fifty-three million dollars in cap space. Guys, want to know what they got? Um, Derek Rose, (laughs) Alec Burks, yep, Nerlens Noel, okay, Fournier, Fournier, the only new addition. Evan Fournier. How do you? You got all this. They're like, man, maybe be quiet. Maybe we're gonna get Lillard is upset. He's gonna come over here. Maybe we're gonna get this or that. It's like, nope, you're gonna get Fournier and Alec Burks. Derrick I mean, Rose. If I'm the Knicks, I would have rather just not signed Fournier and just stayed with that <laughs> thirty million or whatever of cap space, man. Well, Fournier is a I good just, player. He's a good player. You know, <laughs> but here's the thing: the Knicks had their like season that was good but not great, but it felt great because it'd been so long. And then they got to the playoffs and got doused with the cold water of who they really are, which is a team that gets ran <laughs> off yeah. of the court I and embarrassed by, by Trey Young. <laughs> and now you. they're like. What's our because it's always fun that first year. Right. It might be fun the second. Maybe that's what they're banking on. Is they're like, you know what? We'll right. do it again, and people will love it again. And maybe that, yeah. I mean, like, a, it could a lot of it is just we hope they hope RJ takes a big step forward and with another year. But of course, it did. It did look a lot like it. Like, oh, that year was good enough for us. But it, <laughs> yeah. let's lock it back in. I mean, it is. It, I guess uh, the Nuggets start to show promise. Yeah, th- then they saw signed Paul Millsap. You're right. You know what? You I was know, going to defend the Knicks. Yeah. Knicks. <laughs> Evan Fournier is not the Knicks. Paul Millsap. Well, that's any, what I'm saying. Like anytime right, you're, you're they a, need the they need the boost. Evan Fournier. Not you were boost. about to defend the Knicks. Yeah, like come on, man. Well, never, I just felt bad for that the Knicks. sentence. Never starts right. <laughs> uh, Knicks right. management was clearly watching <laughs> USA France. That's I've what got, happened. I've <laughs> got one last. Uh, loser. Yeah, there's no, one team you're missing. New Orleans Pelicans. Yes. Oh, yes. They let Lonzo no. go, even though Zion said it's his buddy and he really wants him to return. Zion, right now, everything should be about keeping Zion, who, look, spoiler alert, doesn't want to be there and probably is going to get ugly before too long. Um, they lose him. They bring in Devontae Graham, who, remember, he had that good year two years ago and he's okay. He's nope. super tiny. Um, they got Sadoransky. <laughs> they got Garrett Temple. Guys, an uninspiring team. I think th- they also made that trade with Valanciunas. I think once again they are going to be in that 10-11 seed range in the of Western Conference. Like they're going to be fighting for a road game in the play-in. That's yeah. my my personal take. I mean, the player I'm most excited that they brought in is Sadoransky, which <laughs> is never a good sign. Like that's not good because you are not excited it about Sadoransky. Will Sadaransky. not stop them from beating Denver twice, though. Oh Let's yeah, just they'll beat Denver oh, probably two out of three by a times. lot. Yeah. <laughs> two out of three probably. Yeah. I've got a loser. John Collins. Oh, he's a loser. Oh, that's a person. Who I, who's a, uh, doesn't break in the rules, but maybe envision quite the quite the payday. Doesn't still look time. like he, there's still time, but Does anybody even have a max? Um, yeah, who's got money left, right? Uh, Hopefully uh, Fournier hasn't signed on the dotted line yet. The Knicks are like, hey. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder, too, by the way. Like that's he was another one, one oh, that man. had unrealistic expectations of what he wanted. I'm sure his agent's just like, I don't know, man. So, he's like, yeah. but how come uh, Mason Plumley yeah, so like, you know, I don't know what to Mark say. Bartles I don't know, team, man. I don't yeah, know what to tell you. That guy does work. Yeah, dude. Pelicans, man. Look, I could be wrong about him. Zion's really good. By the way, you guys mentioned New Orleans going to beat Denver. You guys are forgetting something. They don't beat Denver when Aaron Gordon's there. Oh, remember Aaron Gordon came. That's right. It was a different story. Different story. Let's free. So oh, anyway, New Orleans. I just look at and I go, hope Willie Green. Maybe Willie Green's great. Maybe he really turns things around. I don't yeah. know, but um, I look at that team and I go. I feel bad because I root for small markets and I hate the way that the Lakers got Anthony Davis and everybody just turned it on the Pelicans and said this or that. But I look at the Pelicans now and I'm like, you got Zion. Him and Luca, the only two players over the last like five years where you're like, yeah, you're gift wrapped a great team. And they're just finding ways to not make it a great team. And it's sad. Yeah, like 
David Griffin, man. Um, maybe the league's passed him by a little. <laughs> maybe <laughs> just a little. Or maybe like, LeBron held. Maybe him up LeBron held him up just yeah. a little bit. What here. Is dude, doing? how quick? Dude, how quickly the story changes. Remember uh, when they won that lottery for? Oh, cue that out for their kill. Zion and the it, things couldn't look better. They have a glut of picks. Like, and then you watch a New Orleans game and you're like, what's going on with that arena? Why is every seat a different color? Like, what <laughs> is trying to happening? There? They're trying to replicate a smoothie. Like with little bits. Ooh, little berries you know everywhere. Like, that working. can't be right. <laughs> that can't be right. We All right, that, guys, that today. does it for today's show. Hopefully the Denver Nuggets play tomorrow or practice tomorrow because I would really love to start getting some momentum building up towards Summer League and also just to have a Summer League team to cheer on. This is my favorite point of the season. The, the off season, the, the deep the off season. League, when we yeah. when we have our meeting that you guys all know about now, uh, should we have a contingency plan if the, the Nuggets don't go to summer? We're just gonna keep pushing the meeting back and back and back. Yeah, should we decide like another team that we go? We should scout? go on a spirit quest. Probably uh, the into Bulls Death Valley. Yeah, 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 we'll go. We'll go follow the Bulls summer league team. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks. Hit that like button on the way out. We'll see you tomorrow. The Colorado XOs, they finish up their season at five and five, a really great start for this brand new team playing against professionals that have been playing for years. If you haven't heard of the Colorado XOs, they're a rugby, they are Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team. They are athletes who have competed at the highest level of their respective sports. And you yourself are an elite athlete and are interested in trying out for the Colorado XOs. Contact the director of recruitment, Peter Poske. His email is, is P-P-A-S-Q-U-E at Glendale dot co dot us